You're tuning in and turning on to the Inside Game with Mitch Newman. A chance to dig in and dig deep and how to move from all or nothing results, even sporadic results, to sustainable lifetime results in every aspect of your personal and professional life. Truth be told, none of us escape stuff. And what would it be like to effectively weather any season or storm that comes your way with determination, dignity, with grace, and gratitude? Knowing the truth of who you are will always carry you well across the finish line. So if you're ready to match your insides with your outsides, let's jump in. I've always talked about how it's very, very important uh, to uh, not get complacent when it comes to one's inside game. and that none of us escape stuff in this lifetime. We all have stuff. And as a mentors of mine once shared with me a couple decades ago, how I relate to the issue is the issue. And just having the awareness for me that if I'm going to continue this process and grow, which is my desire, then I have to consistently look at Stuff is going to increase in certain areas. If you have kids and they become teenagers and young adults, the stuff stuff increases. You know what I'm talking about if you're there. If you don't, buckle up, buckle in, let's go. It's coming. Um, But stuff, certain areas of your life, stuff subsides and you make greater peace with it. And then other areas where There's always a deeper cut. There's always learning that's available to you, always growth that's available to you. Some areas, the ante is upped, and the challenges that are presented are even more significant. And it requires a level of of not only honoring the process, but of being uh, consistent with it in a way that allows you to not get complacent, not sit back, not get comfortable doing certain things that you go, well, that's always worked for me, but to consistently challenge yourself. And I've been dealing with a lot of stuff and it started, I didn't realize how quickly it caught up to me, but it started manifesting uh, first initially how it was impacting me mentally and emotionally and the work that I was doing with it. And, and, it started to seep into my physical body where my neck started experiencing challenges and my feet started experiencing challenges and just an overall physical wellness component that was happening to my body as a result of all of the stuff that was kind of compounded. And I was doing, you know, from my perspective, I was doing the inside game and following my own advice and and staying consistent with the process of the things that I was doing. But I realized, well, this kind of caught up with me. So what's going on? Because I realized for myself that that the the pain that I was experiencing, the pain that I was actually, the physical pain that was existing inside my body was giving way to my past was giving into my past where old thoughts and, and old feelings were creeping in 
and impacting my moment to moment. And so I was attempting to play catch up, doing the same things I had always done, attempting to try and keep the pain that I was physically feeling at bay, and it wasn't working. It was actually compounding. So in many ways, I was kind of going in circles in my own process. And it was part of it was confusing to me because I said, well, this is strange. You know, I'm meditating. I'm doing my gratitude. I'm, ha- but I, no, no. And then I really like, I just broke down the, my day. And I looked at my day and I looked at the, the different places and the different areas where stressors would occur in different areas of my personal and professional life. And I realized they were winning and not because of what was taking place, but because the physical pain that I was experiencing opened up the gateway to my past. And suddenly I was thinking and feeling the way I used to think and feel. And the key in all of this <laughs> from an overview position is one must believe and I must believe all of us must believe more in our future than our past. That's the the dividing line. That's the area where our work is because it's the past is always knocking at the door. The past is always going, Hey, can I get in? Can I come in for a second? I just want to come in for a second. Come on, just come on, open up. And it's how we keep that at bay as we need to let it in sometimes because there's some piece of learning, which is where I'm at right now. Some piece of learning obviously is necessary for me in the process. So I clearly opened the door and there was my past with a couple suitcases saying I'm back. So I was in it. I was in it. And I kept thinking, no, no, I've got this. I've got this. I, I just have to do this. I don't do this. And now you just, just have to keep doing this. And I was like, no, 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 it's not. It's not working. It's not working. And all I had to do was look at what my neck was telling me, what my feet were telling me, what my body was telling me to see that the past had crept in. And in certain aspects, was winning. So the inside game exists from my perspective because we it, it gives us a platform from which to propel ourselves to believe more in our future than in our past, to create an inner transformation that creates an external transformation. And if we believe more in our past than we do in our future, then we're going to keep living our past. That's just how it works. So the inside game, or what sometimes I reference as the inside gains that we're looking to make, will really challenge us that we can't get complacent with what we're doing. We can't just go, well, this is what I do, and this is how I meditate, and this is what I this is what I do over here, and I have a gratitude list that I do every day. It's like, no. It, it's, it's almost like a, a virus that where you've figured out, you know, scientists have figured out how to 
manage the virus, and then the virus gets really clever about finding other ways to get in. And so all of a sudden, it's the same thing with, with the past. The past is going, okay, you've figured out a way to keep me at bay and to really propel yourself forward. I've got to get clever here. and I'm going to find other ways to get in. So what this really leads to on so many levels is an inside game upgrade. You know, there's always, there's, there's bugs. You, you have software programs, your phone. New version comes out. You ever read what the what the what the upgrades are? Certain bugs or certain things they found. There's certain things that happened. There's certain improvements. Well, we we have to do that. And this has been a really powerful. Not that I didn't know this, but it, but I really needed to go through it and to be in the place that I'm in right now to really understand it to a deeper level, so that. I'm able to focus on what I need to change that I need to create an inside game upgrade. And I, I kind of intuitively knew that. So I texted my coach and I said, Hey, I want to do a session and I'm realizing with all the physical stuff that's going on here and all the challenges that I'm aware of on a mental and emotional level, personally and professionally that, you know, I somehow knew I needed to go next level. So I set up a session with my coach and we spent, I mean, literally three hours. Some people go three hours. (laughs) How do you you go through all that stuff for three hours? Like I'll go through however many hours it takes, however long it takes to grasp what I need to grasp, to understand what I need to understand to be able, because my commitment is growth. And not accepting the past as the winner. Consistently stepping into the unknowns. Consistently stepping into the future. Not always knowing where it's going to go, but trusting the outcome. Trusting that I'm cared for in this moment. I was giving, I was giving my power away to the pain. And the pain gave way to my past. And I was in this cycle. Now, I'm grateful for it. It's a suck-so-good moment because I needed to obviously go there to be there, to be in that position, to be able to understand it on a deeper level, to get it further ingrained that I needed an upgrade, that it was no longer okay just to do what I've always done, that I needed to go next level. And that's part, really, part and parcel of the inside game plan strategy that I'm creating for people, the workshop that I'm getting ready to launch. You'll hear more about that. But this idea that, that, that an upgrade needed to occur, that there are bugs in the system, <laughs> that there were new ideas, new thoughts, new tools, new experiences, new awarenesses that were necessary and needed and needing to be incorporated in order for me to make sure that I am following my own guidelines of believing more in my future than in my past. That's the, that's the inside game. That's the deeper awareness. So I had revelations and I realized that I was doing my meditation. I was like, okay, I'm going to focus 
on the pain in my body and focus on the pain in my body and will it to go away. And it's like, well, that's one way of doing it. It wasn't working. It wasn't going away. And suddenly I realized in going through this intensive session with my own coach that I wanted to focus more on the joy, not the pain. I wanted to create an environment where the pain no longer felt welcome because so much joy and so much gratitude and so much love exists in its place. It literally forces it back. And that becomes the transformation. So I had to change things around. I had to look at, well, what am I doing? What what, what did my inside game plan look like? So the first piece, the biggest piece of, of my inside game plan for me is my meditation. So I decided to incorporate a very, very intensified breathing regimen. Super intense. And I started realizing when I was talking it over with my coach, I was realizing there are things that I need to do, not just the activity of what my inside game plan looks like, but my preparation around it. Because I realized in many ways what what I was doing was I'd get up in the morning, I'd go out, I'd have a cup of coffee, I'd do a little bit of writing, and then I would get into my meditation. And sometimes because I was doing writing and I got so caught up in that, which is a great release for me and it's a great connecting point in my own inside game to be able to write, to create quotes, to play with ideas that a lot of time would go by. And then all of a sudden I'd look at the clock and now all of a sudden I'm rushed to my meditation because I knew the dogs needed to get out and I knew my wife was going to get up and I knew things were going to start to remote. And I knew, uh, oh, wow. So I was like rushing it. It's like, okay. So I realized that my preparation needed to look different, not just the what I was actually doing with my meditation, but the preparation that was necessary. I had to look at all of it. I wanted to look at all of it. So now I started the process where I get up and despite my temptation to want to go first have a cup of coffee, I, I jump right in. I go out into the living room. I get my AirPods in and I start my breath work. Breath work is about 20 minutes. And it's pretty intense. It's a big commitment. And it sometimes 3.30 in the morning or 4 o'clock in the morning, it's like, oh, God, do I really want to start and go get that intense? It's like, oh, God. Yes, I need to do that. <laughs> I need to. And I've been doing it. I hear the voice like, oh, we'll just jump in to the actual minute. No, the breath is so critical in this process. So I would do my breath work. And then from my breath work, I'd go into my meditation. And then after my meditation, I'd make a cup of coffee. And I'd make sure that I wasn't rushing myself to get through it. Because I realized that was part of what I was doing was I was I was running out of physical time in my mind. So I was moving too quickly through my meditation. And at that point, my brain was in a state of really high beta. Or for sure, beta where, where to settle in and settle down was much more challenging. So I wasn't really being as effective in my meditation, even if it was shorter, because I was rushed, because I was thinking about other things, and my mind was wandering all the time. 
So I shifted it up. But I started realizing I'm not going to focus on the pain. I'm going to focus on the pleasure and the joy and the excitement of my life and the, and the beauty of life. And I'm going to elevate that, 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 that level of emotion, that level of intensity. Because that's what's most important to me. That's the stuff that, that, that excites me. That's the stuff that, that, that moves me. So I was working in a scenario where I was realizing that I needed to create a, a scenario where my own inner experience, my own inner experience really becomes the event so that when I come out of my meditation, when I come out of it, that I'm in a place where I'm unbreakable, I'm unstoppable, like I'm in a state that who I was when I sat down to breathe deeply and meditate and who I am as I came out of that meditation is not the same person. Is the person who is more in belief of my future and my present moment realities than in the investment that I've made consistently over time into my past. So it's not just having an inside game, but it's, 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 it's the upgrade. It's the, it's consistently looking at, okay, so how do I take my gratitude work to the next level? What are some ways that I can do that? And there's no, there's no right or wrong answer to it. It's just like, what ups the ante for you? What, what deepens the challenge so that you don't become complacent so that I don't become complacent? Because apparently I did. And then I was just playing, trying to play catch up, but the pain was winning. The pain became my present daily conversation. And though I tried and was successful, at least how I phrased it, when people say, well, how, how's everything going? And I would say things like, well, I'm experiencing some, some wellness challenges, but I'm, and, I'm, and I'm rising to the occasion. I was avoiding getting into the story and kind of recreating the story in my, in my mind and the emotions and in my body so that I keep perpetuating it. But what I needed to do, the process, the preparation needed to shift. So I share that with you from a place of, of, of honesty and of vulnerability and humility because I'm in this process too, like everybody else. And I understand what it takes to create sustainable lifetime results. And I'm a firm believer that without an inside gain to make inside gains, the outside gains are never consistent. Any success as you define success is, is really just one step ahead of of a thought or a feeling or of a belief that somehow you don't deserve it. So don't hesitate to re-examine. And that's what we're going to do in this workshop that I'm creating. We're going to re-examine what is your inside game, what are the areas that you need to develop as part of your inside game, and how, and how are the ways and what are the ways at which you can continue to up the ante 
because the virus of the past will get clever and find other ways to attempt to break through. And if you're on top of your game, if you're on point on your inside game, then not only are you prepping yourself and stepping into the future right now, but you're realizing that you can continuously keep doing that and keep gaining greater insights into yourself, into other people, into life. To be able to create the sustainable lifetime results that you and I seek, whether we talk about it or not. That it's no longer acceptable, this all or nothing, this sporadic results, this spinning our wheels and getting nowhere. If we keep doing what we've always done, we will get what we've always gotten. That's how it works. That's not new. I didn't create that. That's just the way it works. I'm not the first person to say it. I won't be the last person to say it. And I'll keep saying it, not just to remind you, also to remind me that we have an opportunity to live a great life, glorious life, a joy-filled life in each and every moment. And that becomes the choice that we make. And we've got to stay on top of our inside game. And when we do that, Suddenly, we see ourselves and we see the world differently. We start to focus on the belief that we have of our future and of this moment. And it becomes so much stronger than anything, anything that resembles the past. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. So if you enjoy this episode and like what you're hearing, I would appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and consider sharing this as well with a friend who may have an interest in fine-tuning their own inside game. Any comments, reviews, suggestions, all are welcomed and appreciated. Tagging me in your stories is also a great way to pass the word and provide me with additional confirmation that the content is landing, at least somewhere. (laughs) And if I'm missing the mark, don't hold back. I want to hear that too. So until next time... Don't hesitate to dig in, go deep, and find your magic.